Welcome listeners. I'm Tiff Harris and at the beginning of 2024, I wasn't sure if I liked music. I've moved house so many times, I no longer own any physical albums and I have never bought a digital album in my life. I've decided to listen to as much music released in 2024 as possible in an effort to determine what music, if any, I like. This week I take a look at No Place Like Home from Vacations, Breathe In by Armin Van Buren, and Rattle the Cage by The Rods. Welcome everyone, it's been another week in listening to new music, something I'm still not really used to. In case you're not aware, not everything I listen to makes it onto the podcast. I do rate albums I listen to on Instagram. My handle is at maybe I like music. If you want to see everything that I've been getting into. I also add everything I've listened to uh, to the Spotify playlist, Maybe I Like Music. So if you're looking for new tunes and you haven't heard anything you like on the podcast, you will find much more on those socials. Three new albums I have for your listening pleasure this week. No Place Like Home from Vacations, Breathe In from Armin Van Buren, and Rattle the Cage by The Rods. Let's get into it. Indie rock slash indie pop band from Newcastle, Australia, Vacations, have released their second album. I haven't run across them before, which tells you I don't have TikTok, but I'm glad for the introduction. Quick review up top, it's a decent album. Not entirely my speed, but it's alright. The track Over You is early on in the album, and it was one that did not sit with me. I thought it had kind of a tinny quality, and the, the sound was kind of... It felt like it was overproduced or I was hearing it through a like a storm drain or something. It just wasn't, the sound wasn't there for me. But then the track Midwest brought me back to uh, enjoying the album more. This track had a more very sound, but it was still consistent with the band's overall sound on the album. I feel the tone was more balanced and it didn't have that tinny sound. That was something that bothered me about the track Over You. The inclusion of the song Arizona was a nice surprise. It's an instrumental track. It includes a little vocalisation, but it's primarily about the sound. I found it had, I want to say, a watery quality to it. It was calming and trickly and, I thought, buoyant, I guess is the word I would use. I also think it's kind of brave to have an instrumental track on an album, on any album. I don't know if that's common, but it's not something I've come across much before. Uh, It really altered my perception of the album and also of the band. I liked it a lot. It was a great addition to the soundscape and the overall uh, journey that the album took you on. The track Terms and Conditions, I loved the lyrics. I was playing charades while everyone else was on fire. The the simple sounds in in this one let the vocals and the lyrics really shine. I found this track 
resonated with me because it's it's poetry. It's a lament with an element of hope and quite a rich narrative of the turmoil that is human relationship and the human condition. Uh, it pushed all the right buttons for me, uh, and I suppose that I liked that it stepped outside the flow of the rest of the album without demonstrating this obvious departure from the rest of the sound. Overall, the album gets a thumbs up from me. I don't know that I'll go back to it. It's a bit up and down in terms of enjoyment of each track. I might return to a track or two, though. Still, I did enjoy the album as a whole while it was going on, so that is what tipped it over to a thumbs up for me. The ninth album for acclaimed DJ Armin Van Buren has been hotly anticipated, and it's here. I came to this album with a bit of hesitation. My husband told me Armin Van Buren makes EDM, which I've characterised as the sound of four drum machines being tossed down a concrete fire escape simultaneously. Add to this, just the other day my eight-year-old told me his favourite song ever is an Armin Van Buren song. So here we are. I'm pleased to say I didn't find Armin Van Buren to sound like hurled drum machines, but I think a fair bit of that is down to the artist that he chooses to collaborate with. I find this kind of music ambient music. To me, it sounds like it's commissioned to be played exclusively in a gym and maybe nightclubs. I'm not sure. I went to a nightclub once for someone's 21st party, and that was at least a decade and a half ago. I haven't been to a nightclub since, so I'm not the right person to comment on nightclub tunes. They wouldn't call them tunes either. But the album gives very distinct background vibes. The lyrics on the first track, Forever, literally, these are the lyrics. Duh, 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 duh. Duh, duh. Can we stay like this forever? That's that's what you sing when you don't know the lyrics. That those aren't lyrics. I don't I don't know if that's supposed to be postmodern or self-referential or if it's just lazy, but whatever it is, I'm not having it. It's just laughable. Lose This Feeling is a track that sounds like it was supposed to be a song, a basic song, but a song, and then it was slapped onto some bog-standard software drum beats and then auto-tuned and then put on fast-forward. I suppose if you want this kind of music for a like a dance party or, or workout music or whatever, it makes sense for it to be fast and uncomplicated, but I don't understand this music outside those contexts. There's so much more music out there to be enjoyed. Why would you consciously choose this kind of music over other kinds of music where it's just not doing anything? <laughs> in it's, This is my impression. By the time I got to track five, so I'm not even halfway through the album, I was just so bored. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not stimulated by this kind of music. I'm not entertained. I'm not enjoying myself. And it's work to listen to the next track, which was uh, Destination, an instrumental music dance track. It was 
five minutes long and my boredom was just turned up to 11. Make It Count was, I would describe, as the Michael Bay movie of songs. No, no one's taking this seriously, are they? Are, are they taking it? Are you taking it seriously? I'm not taking it seriously. Other albums that I haven't liked so far this year have largely been rap music, but they've given me a good reason not to like them. I was made to feel uncomfortable by the lyrics, or sometimes sometimes for a valid reason, sometimes because the lyrics were intentionally inflammatory. But this album is just sound. I don't I don't want to call it noise because I recognize that some work has gone into making this music. Still, it's sound. I, I almost like rap music more in light of this album because it gave me a reason not to like it. it. This is just bland and uninspiring to me. Thumbs down on this album and on EDM generally. I'm not coming to the party. I'm curled up with my book and my blanket and my tea. You can have your rave. I'm out. Eighties American heavy metal band The Rods reformed in two thousand and eight, and Rattle the Cage is their eleventh album and the third album released since their reunion. Quick review up top: It's a great metal album. I was pleasantly—I don't want to say surprised because I expected it to sound like a metal album, but I enjoyed it. I was impressed by how lyrical this album was. I I think I might have listened to too much screamo and sort of metal-adjacent genres because this is firmly heavy metal music, but I was expecting the sound to be more dense and more confronting musically. The first two tracks were just these deep bass lines and charging guitars, and they carried the vocals beautifully. The title track in this album was so much fun. It's classic 80s heavy metal sound, a familiar chord progression, and a typically political message. But in this beautiful twist of irony, I can't tell from the lyrics what their political stance is. It's it's truly this vague stick-it-to-the-man anthem that could be used by anyone in any kind of protest situation with zero offensive stances taken, and therefore the song itself rattles no cages. <laughs> I, I doubt this was the intention, but the reality of this completely inoffensive track is just amuses me no end, and I think I liked it better as a result of that. The album generally is a, a masterclass, I think, in how less can be more. They're clearly experts in their instruments and they work together as a band to produce this really clean and tight sound. There's nothing flashy going on here. There's no double-double kick pedals on the drums, but it's still technically very impressive. The sound is tight, the drummer is creative without being flashy, and across the album there's room for everyone to shine. It doesn't feel like a competition. The vocals are they're varied, but they're also very well controlled. And I know it sounds mad to say this about a metal album, but it was really lovely to listen to. The track Can't Slow Down is the track with that classic face-melting guitar solo, in case you're looking for it. Uh, there's more than one of those on the album, but Can't Slow Down was the one that stuck with me the most. 
Metal Highways is that track that's going to make your grandma grimace. Well, it would it would make my grandma grimace. Maybe your grandma's a metalhead. It's got this heavy staccato pre-introduction, followed by a thick musical introduction with an onslaught of all the instruments at once. Uh, it's it's the genre in a bottle. Like I said before, the rods are clearly great at what they do. There's this solid breakdown in the middle of the track as well with that sort of soaring guitar solo that shows the full range of the guitarist's ability and that would be the song that makes the mosh open up for the proper dancing. Also getting a mention from me in the track again is the pace the drummer keeps. It's it's an amazing 122 beats per minute. I did look it up, which is just over two beats per second. And if you think that sounds easy, you're either an amazing drummer or not a drummer. Overall, this album is getting a big thumbs up from me. I enjoyed it musically, even though the lyrics were kind of vague. They weren't particularly groundbreaking or even, I guess, that inspiring. But that means you're taking these tracks for the musicality, and that was spot on. That's some of what I've been into this week. Two thumbs up and a thumbs down meaning I'm still on track for making the general statement that I like music. The year is yet young. No doubt there are many terrible tracks out there ahead of me. And with each day that passes, I do get older and therefore more out of touch, meaning potentially my blanket hatred of all music is just over the horizon. As I said before, you can find me on Instagram at Maybe I Like Music to take a look at everything I've been listening to. Let me know your thoughts on the new music releases of 2024. Also, find my playlist Maybe I Like Music on Spotify to hear for yourself all the new releases I've been immersing myself in. My name is Tiff Harris. I will catch you next time. May your existence be musical. <laughs>